Good morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. Had a long conversation last night with uh, my friend Soiree about perfectionism and and how it, it's often the very things that have given us success are also the things that hold us back. And it's often the case that it's the attention to detail and the, the demand for something to be really excellent. And, and really knowing what that is in the first place, like being able to see it to ourselves that keeps us from doing work that is that doesn't reach that benchmark even in circumstances when it's not a it's not a good return on investment to do work that reaches that level we were talking about the difference between social media and a lump podcast in there with it and something more permanent like a book. Now a podcast is sort of in between in that it is more likely that somebody will find it years from now and listen. But it's if it's like a book, it's kind of like a I don't know. It's like it's like a John Grisham novel. It's like kind of doesn't matter which one you listen to. The, the point is you're getting a feel for the overall thing. It's not you're not listening to someone's career where they've done ten podcasts total. years here that's not the rate at which a successful podcast does stuff you don't need to do it every day like this but the point is that social media and podcasts because of the way that people interact with them it's, it's counterproductive to be as perfectionist about them as As you would be about a book. Now it's easy to look at the examples in the world of people who are perfectionists about their podcasts who have been really successful and say well they've been successful their podcast has been successful because of their perfectionist tendencies you know and because they go the extra mile and they've done all the extra work but I actually think that that's not true. I think that's false um, causation. I think it's much more likely that somebody who's perfectionist and has a successful podcast is successful despite... Oh, I forgot to put the weight on. Is successful despite their perfectionist tendencies. Because... 
no matter how good the podcast is, it wouldn't be the successful thing that you're thinking of if they didn't keep doing it time after time after time. And that means shipping the work, often on a schedule, which means, sure, you might spend a lot of time making it the best it could be, but but honestly, it's the, it, it's the fact that it's cleared a certain quality threshold and has stuck around that is what generates the success. And the two really have to go hand in hand. This is a nice way of thinking of it. You need the quality threshold, but it's not perfection. And then you definitely need something to stick around and to continue for a while. Because until you've, unless you've been such a success that people still think about you and talk about you, unless you're The Simpsons or Seinfeld or whatever, how many TV shows have come and gone that didn't generate that success? Hey, dogs, come here. Come on. Good dogs. And so particularly when it comes to some venture that's just you, that you're not getting, somebody isn't making some judgment call of, well, the ratings aren't good enough for this to stick around. We're gonna cancel your deal. If you're just feel compelled to make your art and share it with the world, whether that's a photograph, whether that's writing, whether that's a podcast, if you're doing it for you, first and foremost, the nice thing about it is that no one can cancel you. The bad thing about it is that it's very easy for you to cancel yourself by putting the bar so high that you jump through it once, but then it feels like too big a burden to take the time to do that again. And so then it, three months, four months, a year goes by, five years goes by, and you haven't done the thing that you thought was a good idea to do. And you tell yourself all these reasons, well, well, I just didn't have time. But the truth is, especially when you're starting out and learning the ropes, it's more important keep the bar low than it is to do it well. I realized the other week that I wasn't painting regularly because I felt like, well, two things. One is only somewhat related. One is that, you know, every other painting I hate. So it's a struggle. And I'm not happy with the work. And the second thing is that I was, I had a portion and amount of time in my head to do it that was really untenable, a couple hours. 
And I said, okay, what if I have 30, 40 minutes? Now, obviously, I can't produce a painting that I actually feel like is, has explored everything in 30, 40 minutes, but I'm not there yet. And really what I need is momentum. I need every week to be kicking this can down the road. And the nice thing about keeping the bar low is that it also means that I, I've, I am, I can't say I've successfully done it yet, but I'm in the process, halfway through the process of shifting my expectation from this is the time of week when I produce a painting to this is the time of week when I practice painting as an activity and I learn something and it's not about what I produce. And that's a much more valuable mind frame for me to be in because frankly, I'm, I'm not that good yet. I can't do what I wish I could do. I can't even figure out how to approach what I wish I could do half the time. And that's okay. Now, here's an example you can say, well, okay, well, but you're doing that in private, right? The painting's in private, you're not sharing them. True. True. But all that is is a difference of where the threshold is. And it might be, it might be that you suck so bad at talking that you have not done enough thinking that you don't feel ready to start a podcast. And that's a very legitimate feeling. But it might also be that you are good enough that you have done the thinking necessary to doing it, that you are decent enough at talking and spinning a yarn, that it's worth starting, but you're not as good as you could be in the future and you know it and that's holding you back. In this respect, I feel like engaging on social media is a good first step because if you practice writing every day on social media, you're practicing articulating your thoughts. And first of all, it's such a valuable thing to articulate your thoughts consciously where you can examine them and And second of all, as you get better at articulating your thoughts in writing, you will naturally be able to do it more in person in the moment. If you feel like you're still not sure, try this hack. Try composing your the captions for your posts or your tweets or whatever it is that you're doing. Try composing them using voice to text. And that will give you practice 
saying the words with your mouth that you're thinking with your mind, if that's a link that's somehow not connected for you yet. I think I went the other way. I think I was composing first and then had a podcast and then at a certain point started shifting to composing entirely with voice to text because I had gotten so comfortable talking about ideas that doing so for a caption was faster than typing it out. And and actually, it's easier for me to think through an idea out loud these days, which is a good indication and a good reminder that you get better at what you practice at. And it's also a good caution that if you don't let yourself practice it, even if it's in public, even if it doesn't meet your standard, then you will never get better at it. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.